Welcome to Blog Talk Radio in High Fidelity. right through to the other side you are listening to bonnie albers on air and i am your hostess with the mostest and best voice too bonnie albers i have a fabulous guest with me today i'm so excited he's back we took a little bit of a hiatus trying to get me in the right space and time and him in the right space and time but now my fave my coolest my Dumbledore, which everyone knows I call him, is back right on the show. Hi, Jerry. Hi, Bonnie. Hi, everybody. I have, before you talk, I just wanted to say hello, but I want to tell everybody I am so excited about how the magazine, um, which is Psychic Insight Magazine, everyone, uh, has taken a turn because I actually now can download it. And I'd like you, Jerry, in just a few minutes to talk about it as soon as I give all your accolades. Jerry is a psychic spirit medium right from the other side of the pond. I think we're getting his weather in Florida because this weather, it has not stopped raining. And I'm going to tell you, uh, how long was Noah's Ark? 
60 days and 60 nights. I think we're headed for that. But Jerry is a very, very accomplished, universal, worldwide, nationwide, and everywide psychic spirit medium. He's an animal communicator. He's a hypnotherapist. He's a person-centered counselor by trade, and he is the coolest and the most effective and super master teacher Reiki that I can even tell you. Amongst all his other animal totems, animal cards, and everything else Jerry does, he is the CEO of the magazine that I write for that I, I almost said that I was so depressed about not being home and able to put the show on. And he said, Bonnie, you get those questions in. So thank goodness, because Jerry keeps me straight. And like I told you, he is my Dumbledore, my go-to guy. And he writes, um, he's the CEO and writes for Psychic Insight Magazine. Jerry, before we start the show or what we're gonna get into, um, tell us what you've done, because this is brilliant. Um, well, I can't lay uh, claim to all of it because actually it was one of the contributors in the June edition, lovely lady by the name of Jill. Um, she got, uh, messaged me to say, look, um, I want some of my friends to be able to see this. Um, there must be a way. And I said, well, I don't know because I've been asked this before. You know, it's like um, it's available on the website. Um, I'll have a look at social media. So I went on to social media and everywhere I looked, it said, no, you can't post this file. That's this sort of file on, onto the social media page and you can't do this, and you can't do that. And I thought, well, there must be a way somewhere. So it was, it was so simple in the end. It was just, I opened up a group, um, which is open to everybody. Anybody who wants to join the group, just click on the like button and I'll approve it immediately. But see, what it's enabled me to do now is to um, upload files like the magazine um, to the page so that everybody can grab hold of it, which, uh, as you say, is a, is a big plus. Um, so it's not just going to be available on my, on my website as a free download. It's available free on Facebook as a free download. Uh I love that, Jerry. It's the first time that I actually didn't have to bug you to send it over to me. And, you know, I feel like all the people that are my website, your website, and everybody's website will actually be able to have a go at this magazine because it is the coolest metaphysical, up-to-date, really, really interesting, informative, um, a teaching tool as well as uh, entertainment magazine that I, I when you started it i knew it would be a success and i only see things going up and up from here so i'm so happy that you've done this because this is like the coolest step for all of us and 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 me being a contributor i think i'm a contributor am i a contributor or a writer i don't, I don't know what you would call me <laughs> i am really excited I, I, about either it. or both either or both um <laughs> i i i'm really happy um, also, I want to say before you even continue, is you have a birthday. You are a Gemini, my friend. I don't want reminding. I'm trying to keep it quiet. No, no, no. I your <laughs> birthday is next week, and you know I am just so excited because I I don't know if you I, I don't even know. I'd love you to come on your birthday, which is is it the fourteenth, Jerry? 
we do go through this every every year. I know that I, no, it's not the fourteenth. Uh, all I will say at the moment, Bonnie, I need to keep possibly next week a little bit flexible because of personal things going on at the moment. Um, and I, I will hopefully know more in a few days. But um, uh, so, no, sorry, you're not. You're you're wrong. It's not the fourteenth. Okay. Well, it's either the fourteenth, fifteenth, sixteenth, or seventeenth. Yes, it is. So I am not. You know, I, I am. What I'm going to tell you right now is so because that I have to keep it fluid. We are going to sing Happy Birthday to you right now. So are you ready, Jerry? Now, I don't know why your audio has gone all funny. It is. Oh no, it isn't. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, dear Jerry. Happy birthday to you and many more and loving kisses and all the best wishes from the universe and me. And Jerry, I would like you to tell everyone now how old you are going to be. I'm sure there's something in the constitution. Uh, it's something in the constitution. Can you take the Fifth Amendment or something? Oh no, no, no! Because I have a big <laughs> birthday coming up. So this year, everyone is going to have to come clean about their birthday age. So Jerry, how old are you going to be? I'm going to post it in Facebook anyway. No, you're not. I never, I never <laughs> give my age away, and I certainly don't intend to start now. Oh, okay, Jer. Well, you know what? I'm just going to have to find it and post it. But that's okay. This game is on. So everyone just look out for my Facebook post in the next week as to how old our Dumbledore actually is. So, Jer, today I'd like, first I want to, I know that you've had some issues in your family and I want to, uh, from all of us, and I know everyone that hears it or sees it in Facebook wants you to know that we are uh, our condolences and everything and our wishes, our best wishes, our well wishes for you and your family are always uh, are always there for you. But the reason I'm bringing it up a little bit is it's interesting because the subjects that we were talking about this week were all about shamanism. And I'm not going to go into shamanism because it ends today because today is my last show of the week. But I want to talk about healing and you're such a powerful healer. Killer, Jerry, what happens when either your family or friends or people ask for a healing, pay for a healing, get a healing, energy exchange for healing? And tell me how many ways healing can go. Sorry, Bonnie, I'm, I'm, I, you're cutting in and out quite. Uh, get to hear what you were saying, unfortunately. Okay, is this better if I do this? Can you hear me now? That's a bit better, yes. Okay, so everyone, please excuse me. I had to shut off one of my mics, so um, if you if you hear background noises, because I can't use the uh, the background noise holder. Anyway, what, what I want to know, Jerry, is you're such a powerful healer. How do you feel about when you do a healing how many ways can it go? And and I, if I'm not quite uh, putting it out there the way that I know it is, I will explain if you're not getting what I'm the gist of what I'm saying. 
Right, I'm just about getting the gist of what you're saying. Okay. Um, what different levels of healing are there? Well, first and foremost, um, he, the healing modality that I work with the most, as you know, is is the Reiki energy, which is uh, the energy works with anything. It stands for universal energy. So it works with people, animals, um, trees, plants, food, um, anything. I, could, I mean, there are times when I would give my car Reiki, I would give the computer Reiki, it's playing up. It, um, then there's such a thing as direct, uh, direct healing and indirect healing. Some would call it distant or in absentia healing. Um, in my opinion, there should always be an exchange, or this is the way that I was taught anyway, there should always be an exchange on some level. But I'm quite an old-fashioned sort of person, really, and I always believe that if healing is needed, it should be asked for, uh, rather than just, oh, I'm going to send healing out to um, so-and-so down the block because you know, I know that they're not feeling very well. Well, um, the intention, I'm sure, is really good, but um, it doesn't mean to say that either A, that um, that person is really looking to have healing. It might not be in their karma or in their soul contract that, that they want to receive healing. They might be going through something for a particular reason or purpose. Um, uh, trying to heal the planet is lovely. I mean, I love this when people band together and want to send healing energy out um, to, um, to Mother Earth, um, which is wonderful. But the problem is, you see, there are so many human beings in the way um, who are, as fast as healing is sent out, are doing their level best to destroy the planet. You know, so it's, it, I'm all for intention um, or doing it for the right reasons. It's just that, unfortunately, half the time it's not received properly. So where am I going with this? Well, as I said, uh, I feel there should always be an exchange, particularly if well, you're well, um, giving healing to, to another person, for example. So let me ask, because this is this is important for a lot of people listening. Um, people think if you send healing, all of a sudden people are healed. Okay, so there's a lot to go into that. And I always feel, you know, I'm an Eastern Western girl, so I do both. I do all of it. I mean, I believe that with, you know, Reiki and with, uh, I think it's Eastern medicine combined with Western medicine combined with your own willingness to want to get better, that that gives the best outcome. But what happens when that best outcome isn't what you want? Do you feel that's karmic? Do you feel it's the end, like that you have an end game? Do you feel that when people don't stay on this earth plane, that it was written that way, that they had a, you know, in, in the Jewish religion, we say you have, before you come down here, you have a birth and death date, meaning anything in between can happen, karmically or uh, past life or um, energetically forward. But the day that you write that you're leaving the earth plane is when you're going to leave it. You just don't remember when you come here. How do you feel about that statement? And if not, what I, do you feel? I, 
no, I agree. I agree with it. I feel that we we know, uh, as you said, in it's written into our soul contract, our if you like, our start time and our end time. So yes, I'm fully aware. I, I totally agree with that. Um, so no matter how much, um, if you like, healing energy you would you would, you would throw at somebody, <laughs> sometimes literally, yes. it may not make it may not make any difference because that's you know you, you're not going to interrupt or change their time stream um so it, that and that i totally agree with it's okay on a per yes okay going back to the personal side of things because um a member of my family was recently in hospital um i was i was asked if i could send um healing energy to them and they weren't in a position to be able to ask me directly and as strange as it may seem i actually said no um, what i what i can do is to send um healing to the situation and i can ask for whatever is in their timeline um to be brought to a very peaceful conclusion and that's as far as i went that's interesting. I, 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 I know you are one that you have to ask for healing. And I, it's in, and I know different kinds of healers. So what, why do you tell everybody, you know, here, when you do Reiki and when people do, you know, um, energy exchange for healing, um, which is, you know, that's what you do for a living, you know, what do you say to them? Do you say, like, the willingness of them wanting to receive healing would be by asking you that, you know, subconsciously that isn't yeah. always true. No, that's not always true. But um, whenever somebody comes to me, what, as, as, yes, you're right. That's one of the first things that I would ask. Um, but I would also ask, you know, well, exactly what is this for? You know, why do you feel that this would help you? Um, why have you reached out to this particular? Because, as you said, there are so many different um, healing modalities. That some people work with some wonderful, wonderfully different tools and skills and abilities and things. But obviously, a person is drawn to a particular um, healing type or energy. But I said I would ask them, well, what exactly do you need? What is this for? Now. As you said, sometimes they're saying one thing, but actually the, the the healing is needed for something else. So, particularly when I've got a, a client with me and they're on my therapy table, um, the first thing I will do is I have a, a special um, uh, wand of Isis pendulum that I use to douse the, the patient or the client with. And I know because then my guides will step in and say, ah, oh, well, what they're asking actually is not exactly what's needed. So then I have to feed this back to the client and say, well, this is what I'm picking up. And either they go, ah, oh, well, yes, okay, you're right. Um, or they'll go, oh, no, I wasn't aware of that, but can you help with that situation as well or with that um, uh, that, that particular problem as well? So it's... It, it's it's really quite interesting because you know when you're actually working with people as you say sometimes they're a little bit too maybe afraid to ask you know for exactly what the for the problem um, some people don't like to ask because they think you're supposed to know, <laughs> you know you're supposed to pick <laughs> it up 
Um, yes. But I always, but I also always say to people, well, please, um, I'm not a doctor, and I'm certainly not going to diagnose. So. Yes. Absolutely, and and you know, I again, you know, I'm I'm a nurse, so I go to the other spectrum. And when everybody asks me about healing, you know, I have to think about it. And so to me, Eastern Western um, is, and I, I'm, I'm one of my subjects this week, and I am going to end it, you know, this week, because I, I, it got very, very technical, is that, you know, Western medicine is now recognizing neuroscience. Well, we, well of course, what, what is neuroscience? It is this, the imagination the suggestion and the and the implantation of ideas of how we can heal ourselves how we can change our brain patterns to be able to produce healing and so now they have a new whole new thing jerry called neuroscience and they even have a phd in it and really we've been doing that or not so much me but or maybe yes but we shamans and healers and reiki masters We've been doing that for a very long time. And now um, Reiki, again, and I keep saying this and, and, you know, I keep beating this horn, is now being accepted in children's hospitals and old age homes. And I know they're not called old age homes and I'll probably be in one soon. But, uh, but it's amazing to me how they try to scientify um, what we've been doing and it's really just interesting, which is why I went into shamanism, what the word means. How do you feel about that? Well, it, I suppose it's, it's the one phrase that comes to mind is about time too. Um, yes. I mean, you, have, you have to cast your, your knowledge and your wisdom and your mind back to a time when um, medicine as such didn't even exist. So in, how were people helped through illnesses or whatever? You know, the, it was all natural remedies. Um, the Chinese, yeah. which who still use natural remedies, um, it was all, it's all, everything has been based on natural remedies. You know, doctors at one point didn't really exist. Apothecaries did. Um, people <laughs> who you could go to who'd mix up weird, wonderful potions, yes. But it was all based on... Um, mother nature and also as you, you're right it helped to stimulate the body's own healing system which in my opinion is still the most powerful one on the planet although absolutely modern, modern uh, medicine is absolutely phenomenal the things that can be done now to help either improve quality of life sometimes even extend life um, you know where's it going to go next but you're right that you know this the neuroscience is only now tapping into what um, shamans, um, sages, theologians, etc., ancient peoples, Egyptians, Native Americans, etc., 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 have known for centuries. Wicca. Yeah, I hate to say this, and people don't like the word or do like the word. I know plenty of um, Wiccans or uh, witches, hopefully the you know very light kind, and they always use the power of, uh, of earth, of mother nature, of everything, you know, that, that, that mother nature gives us abundance. And you're right. Medicines never existed, Jerry, as we all know, because they didn't have pill factories. It was all about what we could take 
in from the indigenous part of where we were to cure or help. And they used that for medicine. They've taken and grinded and used and 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 uh, and produced, mass produced, and um, imitated all of those products. Those those products didn't exist until they actually came from Mother Nature, and then they, you know, then they um, mass manufactured them. So I I always it always shocks me when people say, "Oh, really? You can't use that natural medicine, really? Well, what do you think an aspirin is? What did you think an aspirin was 200 years ago? They did." have headaches, they did have aches and pains. And what did they use? So if you trace it back, all of those can be traced back to natural remedies. You know, and now they're using diet, which, you know, Jerry, and then I'm going to get off my soapbox and we'll, we'll, we'll go to the, the, the phone lines. But, you know, um, natural, now they're using, especially for cancers, um, diets and all greens and and shakes and protein shakes and raw yeah. diets that's all from mother earth i just i don't know why but i just had some reason had this really slightly naughty vision in my mind of general custer <laughs> at the, at the, on the on the dawn of the battle of the little bighorn saying i'm sorry people i've got this terrible headache anybody got an ibuprofen i can take you know there's, there's <laughs> <laughs> well, I'll you know, tell you what I thought. You were. Go on. Go ahead. I th well, I'll tell you what I, I thought you were going to say that you, you saw General Custard in in a uh, in a lettuce leaf standing there wanting to attack <laughs> the North. <laughs> <laughs> so, see, my vision was different than yours. <laughs> but don't you also think, though, that a lot of modern illnesses are only here because? we have the the modern science to, to treat them, if that makes sense. If you look back 20, 30, 40, 50 years and, and beyond, a lot of the illnesses that we have with us now and medical conditions didn't exist. Absolutely, Why didn't they exist? I, yeah. Well, because we did, you know, then you're going on my soapbox and I'm not a natural eater because I'm, I have a, two chefs in my home. But um, I, I believe that a, BHA, AHA, coloring, dyes, preservatives, um, uh, pesticides, all of that have created the illnesses. And, and chlorine, I mean, I just was reading, somebody sent me a book. All these people send me books to read so that I can interview them. And then I think, oh my gosh, how am I going to read them? But when I do, like, we, they put chlorine and they put this, the, uh, what is that stuff to, you know, to um, embalming solution in our food. To, to, you know, if you take apart the letters T, B, C, you would, you would just literally die, or, you, or we are, from what they're putting in what we eat and drink. And that's why I think we have illnesses, Jerry. <laughs> I wonder if they're putting embalming fluid in our food, no wonder I'm so well-preserved then. I knew you would get it, Terry. I knew it. Well, I have I have this subject we could talk about forever, but I think you know we need to go to the phone lines. People have been waiting to talk to you for probably weeks now. Um, but I, I'll tell you, um, when, when we pick you up, we believe in an energy exchange, and we're having such a good time here. So uh, you're everybody's been listening to the show. I can see the numbers. Let us know how you feel about uh, why disease didn't didn't some disease 
you know, another thing in there would be big ADD. You know, everybody, every one out of every three have ADD. Think about that. Um, could it be that we're all taking Motrin and, and uh, you know, you get a headache, you get a backache, you get a tummy ache, but what do you do? You grab the first thing. So uh, I believe that we, a lot of this, what you were saying, Jerry, in, in some way, we create. And um, I hate that. But then I don't think we have a choice. So I'm going to pick you up, 256. You are going to be on with us, my wizard. And uh, we want to know what you think. So 256, you are on with Jerry, who, again, remember, is the birthday boy. Hi. Hi, how are you? We're fabulous. Who are we speaking with? This is Kimberly from Georgia. Hi, Kimberly from Georgia. Hi. So what do you think? Well, I, I think you're right on. I'm a biology teacher, and I love biology. And I think, I think you're right on with everything that you're saying. That we created, oh, we love you. Even, even, even what I thought, we create things. I love that. So you're, you're, uh, and you know, thought again, Jerry. We could even pull this into uh, thoughts or our uh, matter, and so what we think we create. I mean, it goes on like that. It's crazy. You know what? I think I have a headache. I'm going to lay on the sofa and not create anything so that I can live forever and not think and not have a headache. Is what I think. <laughs> okay, Kimberly, you have Jerry. Jerry, this is Kimberly. Go for it. Hi. Hi, Kimberly. Did you have a question you wanted to ask? Is there something you wanted yes. me to focus on? Yes. Uh, career more than anything. Um, I always wanted to go into the, the medical field. However, I am teaching uh, science to children, and I know I'm supposed to be working with children in some way. But lately I've been thinking about uh, clinical psychology or clinical counseling. Um, what can you give me with that? Um, what they're showing me is that there's actually um, two, at least two different layers. Um, on the formal layer, um, I feel that the counselling particularly aimed at young people would be um, very positive for you to do. Um, particularly working with young people who are perhaps underprivileged or come from very difficult backgrounds. Um, and so it's, it is not what I would call just the, uh, like a general counselling, you're aiming at the more sp specific target clients. Um, I can, the word they're giving me is, is referral. So because you're uh, I feel I can see you working in a, in a particular, say, in this particular field. Um, they would, uh, agencies would, would refer um, uh, young people to you for support. Um, because the biggest thing in, in, any, in any country these days is the lack of funds, perhaps, to be able to run um, specialist services. But I feel that because... Um, you're going to be sort of on the outside looking in. Um, you're going to get a lot more in the way of referrals coming to you on a 
um, on a consultation basis rather than being employed by someone, if that makes sense. Um, yeah. I also, okay. Um, Bonnie and I have just been talking about, um, you know, the way that healing has progressed, if you like, and the way that it's moving forwards and and how perhaps, you know, the conventional medical um, people, you know, doctors, surgeons, et cetera, et cetera, recognising more of what's going on with the complementary field. I also feel that that's another crossover for you. And it's like you're, again, educating or teaching uh, younger people the benefits of uh, they're telling me self-healing energizing or re-energizing their own healing abilities but also in conjunction with the conventional medical processes that we have so if that makes sense that's what th those are the avenues i can see you going down. okay i've got to ask okay. yeah. i've got to ask you something because i've got to ask you something because i keep hearing hearing it's kind of on the same issue as Jerry is on I are uh -huh. you thinking of going to medical are you thinking of going to medical school uh, that's what I desired to do a long time ago yet uh, I let it go because I have uh, family responsibilities that I'm taking care of right now and uh, I thought about it but you know I just didn't have to do anymore Okay, how old are you? Can I ask? Of course, I'm 46. <laughs> you know, it's really weird. I had a dream that my husband, my husband is a physician, and I believed he went back to medical school and told me I had to. And I said, but I'm 60. I'm going to be 60. How can I, how can I go to medical school? I'll be 70 by the time I get out, and then I'll be dead. So it doesn't matter. Why would I want to go to medical school? And they're showing me my dream. So... Uh, I, you know, I always wanted to go to medical school, and I didn't. I went to nursing school, and um, I always regretted it, by the way. <laughs> so I, I want, I don't, you know, I know this is off the table for you, but maybe the reason they're showing me is if you go after you with clinical psychology, you know, you can get your 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 doctor degree or your PhD, and they'll call you doctor in neuroscience yes. we just talked about neuroscience all yes. about how to change yes. your brain wave yeah so that you that would so be right. with jerry <laughs> so go for it you can do a lot of it online except your your phd and you can even do that online i have a friend who did it at capella university um but the neuroscience okay. programs the neuroscience programs, I feel you have to go to. I'm not quite sure. And I know there's one in Arizona. But that would combine what Jerry just said. So uh, okay. you need to go and do it. You can do your your uh, master's and your PhD online. So you can actually keep working and then go into the neuroscience okay. division, which is all, it, it is pretty incredible uh, new field. So uh, I, I saw exactly what Jerry saw. Well, good. I'm so glad that you can call up and we could give you exactly what you need. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Go ahead, Kimberly. No, I was just going to let you know that I'm teaching at a summer program uh, this summer at Emory University in Atlanta. And one of the classes that I'm teaching is neuroscience, biopsychology. Ah! Well, honey, this is where you need to get your PhD girlfriend. Then you'll be a doctor. 
Exactly. Go for it. And don't let anything stop you, Kimberly, please. Okay. Okay. All right. Thank you very much. Thank you both very much. You're welcome. You're welcome. Call us back. Okay. Bye bye. Bye. So, see, they showed me my dream. My dream not realized, Jerry, but it's okay. I have the show. And that was my true calling. So. Um, 402, you are on with the wizard of all universal thoughts and theories, Jerry. Hi. And it is his birthday, so please be nice. Hi. Happy early birthday, Jerry. Thank you very much. <laughs> Who are we yes, this is Diane. Thank you both for speaking with me today. Um, the reason I'm calling is um, a couple of weeks ago I learned that the house I was planning on retiring in has been significantly damaged by water and uh, mold. And the insurance is, of course, only wanting to pay a small amount uh, to get it fixed. And so the reason I'm calling, I'm just looking for any type of uh, spiritual feedback to just kind of help me not only resolve the issue, but just survive the experience. Because this is definitely, I think, the, the hardest one I've had to face. I can't hear you, Jerry. Well, really typical question, an interesting question, Diane, because to me it felt like that's typical uh, company trying to get out of possibly um, not honouring the full commitment or their full responsibility. Um, it would be very easy to sit and say, well, just walk away because um, it, it's... It's, a, it's something that you're going to have to put a lot of effort and energy into to get put right. But then my guide stepped in and said, actually, no, it won't. Um, because I actually feel that whatever whatever problems have been resolved, uh, uh, whatever problems have, are there will be resolved. Um, I feel that the insurance company needs to be pushed a little bit because I, I feel that they're not, so they're not quite... Um, offering you or telling you that they'll settle with the right amount um, but everything else I feel can be sorted out it might slightly alter your timeline for being there but I don't see it being a complete um, I don't see it being a, a complete they're not showing me a stop sign so I can still see you moving forwards with this okay do you get any feeling that I might be able to get some legal help with this. I, I tried calling a few attorneys right away when this first I first got the knowledge of it, but I they aren't returning my calls. I have not been able to find anyone to help me, and I think I do need a third party to help me with this. Um, yes, there is. What they're saying to me is that it's somebody that's a little bit. I don't know how close to home you've looked, but what my what I heard was it'll be somebody who's local. Um, and definitely somebody, somebody who's had currently so, or where somebody local to where you live now. Okay, thanks. And they yeah. have had uh, experience in this before. It might even come. I don't know why somebody who's either in property um, or in property management. I, I'm not sure where this is where this is but it's somebody who's had a lot of experience on that side of it as well that's that's what i'm getting diane 
Yeah, I was getting to say, I mean, not that you want my opinion, but I was getting the same thing too. I didn't feel like there was going to be a, uh, a wash, meaning that, you know, that you have to give that up. I do feel, Jerry, and I want you to feel if you could squish into this. Uh, all I heard was, I just kept seeing floods of tears and emotions, which came out in the house. So I don't know if there was a lot of emotional struggles when you know with this house or 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 anything because all I feel is it's attached to some like over floods of emotion which you know water brings mold and and rock damage I mean I have at my house and I know we've been going through a whole lot so um, I feel that. It, it, they're showing me that like a river being pulled back. So whatever emotions that are still not uh, not fixed or, or or not you know dealt with um, in your life about whatever is going on um, is being taken out in the house. What they're showing me, which is weird. But I don't feel like Jerry that it's going to, it's a wash. I feel you're going to be there. I feel it's going to get fixed. I feel that there is somebody that can do it. And I also feel that you're not going to have to put out any money. So that would mean that you'd have enough, the insurance would cover it, that it would, and, and, and I see you moving in. So that's, that's, what do you, what do you feel, Jerry? I don't know what they're showing me with emotion, overflowing with emotion and, you know, and water just coming out of pouring out of the house. Right. What I what I was, um, uh, Diana, is, uh, I need to ask: Is this an older an older property? Because I'm getting layers of residual time coming in here. So this is either an old house, or it's been built on old, very old ground. It's um, it's an old house. It was built 90 years ago, and it's right. been within my family for about close to 50 years now because what i was seeing was a lady who has passed into spirit and she was showing me how upset she was at the that what she was seeing as the, uh, her home um and she said my home my home um it and she was very upset and it was i could see her tears flowing like water um and she was like she was distraught but also at the same time she was saying i know it, it'll be okay i can it, it will be fixed so i was seeing a lady standing in the house um, okay i think that was my grandmother ida she was the one that bought it about 50 years ago right okay um is there a, 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 i know this is probably going to sound very obvious because of the age of the property but i'm seeing a very old wooden staircase um, An old central wooden staircase. Not, not in that particular house. There is a staircase going down into a basement, but it's not. It's just wood planks. It's nothing. That's what I'm seeing. A wooden staircase. Yeah. And she was actually standing um, on that staircase. Oh, okay. Wow. Then, I love that, Jerry. So, uh, you know, but she's. Um, and she's still around in the house. I mean, because um, uh, you know that, as you said, that was her home, um, and she's still very. Um, she's part of the fabric of the property, 
which is nice because she looks after it or she's doing her best to look after it. Okay. Yeah, I know when I've lived there before, she has been there. Uh-huh. Quite a Good. kind of watching over it. Yeah, yeah. I, and I've got a lot of emotion tied to it, too, because I've always loved the house. And then to find out all your property is probably going to be thrown away, it's kind of tough to take. Absolutely. Absolutely. Bonnie. Well, listen, let us, well, yeah, let us know what happens, but I don't feel that that's going to be the outcome and you need to push it. Okay. Yes. I'll, I will keep working on getting a hold of people I know. And thank you for saying that about property management. I do know some people who have done that, so they might be able to refer me to attorneys who can help. I appreciate that. You're welcome. Much. And and I wanted to pass the name on to Bonnie, your interest in neurology. Um, so a friend had taken me to a chiropractor recently who studied chiropractic medicine for over 30 years. And about 20 years ago, he studied neurology. And now he has a very uh, just interesting way of helping people kind of retune their mind to heal themselves. And if you've ever would like to research him, his name is Kevin Reichlin, R-E-I-C-H-L-I-N. And he's out of Boulder, Colorado. Oh, thank you so much. I so believe it's just weird that... All of a sudden now it's become like the wave of the future. And just like your friend, they've been doing this for a long time. I call it biofeedback or bio neurals, and, you know, um, retraining the brain. They map it and retrain it. You know, it's just too cool. You can go at night and I, I try doing this with my daughter and then I'm going to move on. But uh, you can go into um, YouTube. And you can download for everybody listening bioneurals. I, I looked it up at his chakra meditation, clearing chakra meditation music. And when you do that, all the bioneurals come up for fear, for um, self doubt. And so I made my daughter put it on at night and listen because she listens to music because she doesn't like being alone. And she said it actually really helped. So you know, come on, this has been around for a long time. It's just crazy that now the mainstream is starting to know about it. So I love it. And thank you for giving the name. Can you repeat the name for anybody that wants to look up this gentleman that you were just Certainly. telling everyone about? It's Dr. Kevin Reichlin, R-E-I-C-H-L-I-N. And he was he's a chiropractor that also works with neurology in Boulder, Colorado. And I've seen him and talked well, to him and I was very impressed with him. Well, thank you very much. Let us know, please, what happens with the house. Okay? Will do. Thank you. Blessings to you both. You're welcome. Thank you. Bye-bye. Oh, Jerry, I just love this show, don't you? We meet the most interesting, fabulous, awesome people. It, our chatters, Absolutely. our listeners, our callers. I just, I, I get so upset when I can't put the show on, but hopefully we're back. And hopefully the show is back for now till forever until someone out there decides they want to take this show and put it into the biggest best broadest universal radio show where this reaches reaches millions and millions of people that's my dream so 210 you are on with the wizard jerry and don't forget it's his birthday hi hey happy birthday thank you <laughs> Today is actually my son's birthday. Um, my name, my name is Chris. I'm from Colorado Springs, um, and I was saying that today is my son's birthday in Texas, and my firstborn was 
on Monday. So I have two Gemini's. Wow. Goodness. Oh my gosh. How do you deal? Right. One has one face and then the <laughs> next day they have another. I don't know how you, uh, they're, but the only good, well, the only good news is they're fun. You never know who you're going to be with. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> but, you know, I mean, you just don't. I mean, you can ask Jerry. One day he's on planet Earth, and the next day he's on planet Pluto. So um, I, I, did, you hear, did you hear that last caller tell you the name of somebody in Colorado Springs, which is very interesting about neuroscience? Uh, yes. That's a pretty cool thing. You live pretty close, I think. But anyway, please, you got Jerry. He's all intrigued, and I can see he wants to give you two faces of whatever he's thinking. So go for it, Chris. Is it Chris? Huh. Yes, ma'am. Yes. Okay, go for it, Chris. Um, I was just had some questions about um, my relationship that I'm in right now. Um, she seems like she, she is a very wonderful person, um, um, and she adores me, and I adore her. Um, but I'm still having, you know, some residual feelings from um, my relationship with my son's mother in Texas. And, um, you know, I've, I've, uh, I'm, I'm learning, you know, to try and, and let her go. But, you know, I still feel that I'm still kind of attached and just wondering what you saw for the future. Because things have gotten really bad with my son's mother in Texas to the point where she won't even talk to me. We have to, like, go through our lawyer's. So I can just see my son. It's really, really bad, and I want to know if my new relationship is worth pursuing. Chris, can I ask the, um, the, uh, your current partner's name and her date of birth, please? Uh, her name is Darcy, and uh, her birthday is eight eight eighty six. Oh gosh. <laughs> um, okay. Um, I'm not going to sit here and tell you whether a relationship is worth pursuing or not, because that is down to down to your choice. All right. I'm what I will say at the moment is be very careful. The reason why I'm saying be very careful is I feel that the uh, the lady in Texas, your son's mum, is going through her own real upside down, don't know what I'm doing, can't cope phases at the moment. Um, so therefore what she's doing is um, striking out um, and uh, one of the people that she's striking out at is yourself because of course there is still a link between the two of you because you had a son together so right. that that connection is always going to last but I also feel you've got to be very emotionally careful about how much or what it, what actually is this connection. The connection is through the love of your son. I would suggest that actually if you stepped back in the cold light of day, um, if there was a real emotional bond still with um, his mum, why are you not still there? Right. Now, with Darcy... Um, Goodness me. Um, well, the way that I work with my Native American energy, um, this lady has got family values coming at you in, in bucket loads. You know, she's, um, she, oh, yeah. she's a, she should be a really 
fun down to earth person she has a a triple connection with water as in whether she loves water in mother nature whether she has a connection with the sea there's something about strong strong water energy there's a really lovely inner child side to her as well there's also a very strong fiery side to her and that could come out but it it i feel it takes a lot for Darcy to get really wound up or angry. It should do anyway. But it's like that, that everybody has a breaking point. But when she goes off on one, Chris, you know, you're gonna need to uh, dig a trench in the back garden in the in the backyard and hide because she will really go off on one. However, um, uh, there is a really strong an, an emotional bond between you and Darcy. It is not just a human bond. It, it, it's it's more than that. Um, and although my guides would say, yeah, okay, they are saying, well, yes, we can. You, know, you can stay for as you know and be in the relationship with Darcy for as long as you both want. However, they also know that you're. I'm going to be quite honest here. Sometimes daft enough to make wrong choices. Mm. Does that make That's sense? Yes, yes, sir. Absolutely. Uh -huh. So, you you need to think long and hard before you make any decision. But bear in mind that if, as I said, my feeling is, if you were still having a very strong emotional tie to your son's mum, then Darcy would not be a part of your life at this moment. And she does. She thinks a lot. Well, there's a, there's a huge feeling of very strong uh, love and emotional connection to you coming from Darcy. Um, and I would suggest that you're a very lucky person. But your free will, well, I would just say, um, careful. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> okay. Bonnie, what are you picking love up? That. I, that's exact. I mean, there isn't anything I would be able to add to that one, Jerry, because I feel like uh, karmically there's two uh, two people at play here, and I agree totally with you. He would still be with the other woman if that was meant to be for going towards the future. But I've got to tell you that um, there is a big tie to both karmically the wife as or the ex-wife and the girlfriend. And it's interesting to me how he got himself involved in this. So um, I, I haven't squished in too much about what his past life was like. But oh my God, I feel like these two women, uh, one was there because you, uh, the, your two children had to be born. Your children had to be born. And um, for some reason, they were not able to be born in a prior life. And then the one you have now, <laughs> you should be totally like infatuated and attached to you, but you're not. <laughs> you think you are. But when you have a string tied to the other one, no matter how much you say, it's a karmic past life uh, knot that's tied there that needs to be released. So you've got two women that you 
I feel like in the last life with the second one, which is Darcy, uh, you, I'm just seeing your past life and I don't know why they're showing this to me, but um, she, she was like demanding that you need to love me. You need to love me. You need to be here. You need to do this. And you couldn't. Okay. So she came this lifetime in a lot, um, in a lot softer manner for you. So I don't know. You've got some pretty big karma pulling on both of these people. And I want to throw my hands up and say, what did you do in your last life? <laughs> Me too. So, you know, <laughs> yeah. Well, I don't think it's, I, you know, I don't think either. I feel like both situations, Jerry, and I want to get your opinion. Both situations had to happen. You came back. You're the one that, you know, you're the one that, that agreed to do this. But both women had beefs with you from before and you're being pulled six way but Sunday in this lifetime. You can't be happy to be happy is what I'm you're happy one day, but you're thinking about this and you're happy the next day and you're thinking about this. But they're showing me you can't be happy to be happy. And I don't think you're a miserable person. So that's not what I'm saying. It's just about your love life. So um I I don't know. I kind of feel that this has got to play out because uh because it's a karmic uh situation on both sides and it's going to play out until it doesn't play out anymore but if you ask me you don't have a choice at this point i just <laughs> i sorry I, I disagree bonnie okay and that's very rare that i disagree with you you know that um, <laughs> yes. everybody everybody has a choice but some would say, hang on, bear with me. But some would say that we've already made the choices. It's understanding why we made those choices. Some, and I agree that this is, there's karmic karma going on on both sides here. Yeah. So not only has Chris been put in, uh, these ladies been put in Chris's path, but vice versa. He's been put yeah. onto their time stream for a reason. So there's something that they're going to get. This is the element of exchange coming in again. But then you see, we have to step back, love, because we have to look and say, well, okay, what's this wonderful gift that all human beings have? This bastard thing called free will, you know. So yeah, and we, that's that's where the the random element comes in. Yeah, I just don't feel, Jerry, and I'm going to stick with what my guides are saying. I don't feel right now. I believe free will is going to happen, but I don't believe right now. I believe right now there's a karmic play out there, and I believe oh, I, free will I totally will agree happen. with that, but absolutely. Yeah, totally agree with that, yeah. but absolutely. So that, that's what I meant, with that he doesn't have a choice. He, does, he has a choice, but it's not going to be this second because there's karmic, there's karmic duty or, or obligation right now to both women. And one, he's got to let go and understand that in that last past life, because I really believe he was, um, he was so in love with her and, uh, and, 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 and he could not give her children. It's something they're showing me or she couldn't give him children. And this one was in love with him. You see the difference? And I see the whole play. I mean, I could see it. I can even see the clothes they're wearing. But I feel like until that karmic... Uh, circumstance plays out and it will play out very and I don't think it's gonna to be too long um, he's got to be in it in order to let his soul grow so that's why I said he doesn't have a choice he will have a choice very soon because that karmic uh, play out is gonna come 
I, I, I just, for him, don't know how that's going to happen at this point. I do, but I'm, I'm not going to say on the air. So, or I, I, because he does have free will. So that's, that's where I'm at, Chris. <laughs> All righty. <laughs> I'm sorry if you, if you, if you, I, I can't explain it anymore, but I feel like both okay. women, like I said, I, I, you know, I don't feel you're happy to be happy. If you know what I'm saying. Right. Yeah, so I've been trying to figure out this past, you know, five, six months is how I can be happy. Yeah. Yeah. And that's the problem we have, Chris, because if you were really happy with either Darcy or not being involved with the other one, you would be happy. You see what I'm saying? So I feel like you already have the answer to what your free will is gonna do. It's just going to be a matter of time because you will be happy. And that's what you're thinking. You're thinking you're not gonna be happy or you're feeling that what I'm always in turmoil. I don't feel your whole life is going to be in turmoil at all. But I feel like uh, you know you, right now, you can't be happy to be happy. All I'm going to say, but it's coming up, and you're and you're not a not happy person, and that's why I know it's got to change. Right. I appreciate okay. it. Thank you. You're welcome. Bye bye. Well, that was confusing, but I knew what I was saying, and I know what he's feeling, and he just it, it it it's a it's just karma is so cool when I can look at karma front, back, and sideways. I, I, you just sometimes you just can't say it uh, because he does have free will for the future, you know. Yeah, but so do the so do the other people that that he's connected to. So oh yeah. Who's, so why is it not possibly going to be that one or other of these ladies takes an action that affects the outcome? Oh, totally. I I, I totally agree with that. But I feel right now, and that's what I'm seeing, it's a tug of war <laughs> and he's in the center. And so, but he's not in the center because the wife wants him. He's in the center because he's attached to that energy, you see. So yeah, anybody can let go at any time, but, um, and he's gonna have to, or one of them's gonna have to, because they don't see it lasting, you know, for forever. So so that's that, that was what my guides were showing. And, uh, and remember what we said before is that we all come down here with that script already written. It's just that we don't remember yeah. when we come. But one of his okay. relationships is based on fear. The other one isn't. Yeah, but yes. And I, I'm not going to, I don't want to go further with this, but I don't feel that when you're still thinking, and, and this is from my psychology uh, going back, when you are still looking at someone that you shouldn't be looking at, but you're with someone, how much is the with someone? Do you really love them, Jerry? Um, yeah, but I don't feel in this instance that that is actually part of the problem. His, oh, his worry. No, I don't. I actually feel that um, the, the the problem is his son. I don't feel that it's the it's the connection with his son's mother would not exist if. And that sounds obvious. If the son wasn't there, and his fear is that if he doesn't play ball with the son's mother, he's not going to have access to his son full stop. And he already said that he's having to go through um, legal um, 
situations already to get to be able to see his son whereas on the other side of it the energy that's coming at him from the other person is is purely on that love vibration and would do anything to help him through this you're right in the fact that he's i, in, I can see him stuck in the middle but he's 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 wobbling because he's got love on one side fear on the other and i can see him like a metronome going backwards forwards backwards forwards yeah, but I still feel like he, and, and he said, he still has feelings for that first wife. So I don't, I, my guides are showing me he still, he still has feelings for that first wife. So I, I, I have to go with what my guides are showing me. I am going to move to the next caller though. Uh, 856, you are on with my wizard. And remember, it's his birthday. Hi. Hey, Bonnie, it's Laura in New Jersey. Laura, how are you? Okay, how are you doing? I'm doing fabulous. I am so happy to hear from you. So, how are you doing? And have you? Do you have anything to add about you know what we're doing with our medicines? And I know you do, Laura. And how you feel about uh, Eastern Western medicine healing and, and and what's coming in the future for us? No. <laughs> you just want your question answered, don't you? Okay, you go for it. Jerry's sitting right here waiting to answer it. You go for it. I would like to know, I need to find um, a job, and I would like to know if you see that coming for me soon. Uh, Laura, could I have your date of birth, please? October 1st, 63. Uh, right. You don't always embrace success, do you? It's it's like there's a block there somewhere. Um, okay. Is the work coming in soon? Um, I'm looking at um, around two months. Within a two within eight weeks is what I'm being given. Um, I've got more than one. Um, victory that you can be tapping into as in more than one door opening they are showing me two initially um, a third one you're going to stop and seriously think about and then probably discard it um, your timeline anyway this year is very much about making positive changes particularly in what I call your earthly surroundings that's anything to do with work career uh, property, money, all the material things. Very, You're very much on that um, new foundation, establishing new platforms to build on wavelength, which would include um, a work path. Next year is different. You're creating a lot more um, opportunities in the year, but they're very creative. So these are based on self. But this year, certainly, your power months for work are August, October, and November. But as I said, I feel that the work comes in within eight weeks. In eight weeks, do you have a feeling whether you see me moving to Maryland for that opportunity? There's a possibility of a job in D.C., but again, their contracts are not permanent opportunities. Um, I'm not aware of 
um, a short-term contract. I actually feel that the work coming in, and as I said, there is more than one choice around you to do a definite choices. To me, it felt like that they they should be almost permanent. There's there's not short. I'm not getting a sense of anything short term around you, Laura. I feel it's time that you actually, as as my guides were saying, it's time for the firm foundations now, and a short term contract doesn't give you that. No, and I, I that's what I want. I want stability, and I want something long term, permanent. Um, are they saying which job opportunity would be the best one to take? It's, uh, I, without wishing to sound like I'm sitting on the psychic fence, it's whichever oh, one you feel it's one that you feel drawn to. You'll know intuitively. You'll just know. Your solar plexus will kick off like, like like anything. You'll just go, that's the one. I know that's the one. You'll know it. I mean, tr trust your own feelings on that. It's it. The, the important thing is that the role that I can see you stepping into is the one that you gain most self-satisfaction and um, the most benefit from. It is, as I said, it is about expecting the success with this. So... Um, You'll know it in an instant. As long as the work doesn't tie you down to one, if you like, one particular place, or it gives you flexibility, it gives you individuality, then that's the sort of work you should be looking at. Mm, okay. August. Oh. <laughs> within, well, it's within eight weeks, I feel. It's not eight weeks deadline it's within uh, they showed me initially an eight week cycle so it's within eight weeks okay thank you you know that's that's a good point i want to bring up jerry you know talking about like energies when we give timelines of eight weeks six weeks three weeks because i i feel like people they think if we gave eight weeks they think it's right at the end of eight weeks I, I believe energies work differently than that. I, I feel they work, you know, up to and including, you know, that time. So I love that you explain that. <laughs> yeah. So Jerry, you yeah. mentioned that I resist success. Yes. Yeah. Do you know why there's a block for that? Um, either somebody when you were perhaps in high school or before said you can't do this you'll, 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 you'll never do that you can't make a success of this it's somebody who's given you a, 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 I would suggest some very negative feedback before um, and that just seems to have sat with you because uh, what I was being shown was um, you, your self esteem is not always where it should be now there's a very quiet I can see the the quiet, gentle side to you, but actually, I also feel that there's a roaring lion waiting to come out. Um, and you know, when you're on the right path, um, you'll breathe success because that's where I can see you heading to. But I just feel at the moment you've got to, if you like, give yourself permission to have it. That makes sense. Good. Uh, Thank you. I'm glad. It, I'm glad it makes sense. Excellent. Thank you. Go, Thank go you, roll Laura. Like a, go roll like a lion. <laughs> yeah. I'll, I'll work on that. <laughs> okay. 
We love you, Laura. Every time you call, I love your energy and you are just sweet and you have a great aura and you're intuitive yourself. So when that job comes, you make sure that you feel that aura around you. Okay? Okay. Thank you, Bonnie. Appreciate it. Thanks, Jerry. You're welcome, Bye. honey. You're welcome. Bye-bye. Bye. Okay, Jerry, now I have a question. You know how you said, and then I'm going to pick up the next caller, which is 901. So your birthday isn't June of Gemini. You're a Gemini, just like my daddy was. And his birthday yep. is June 14th. Okay, yep. well, unless you unless I talk to you before then, can you find him? Does he have any words for me on his birthday? And make sure they're nice because my dad was a sweetheart. <laughs> oh, oh dear, oh dear, oh dear. Um, I forgot to start the show. Your dad, your, he might, he, he, yes, but he also had, a, I would call, a very dry sense of humor. I don't know what a dry sense of humor is, but if you say so. <laughs> What is a dry? Well, you no, know, I never know. But my husband has. Well, because it, I wouldn't say that he's a person that went around telling funny jokes. It's just sometimes he said things that, you know, it's just it's just very laid back and just very dry. It's just you had yeah. to understand your dad. Yeah. But he could also, you know, so when he's standing in front of me with cotton wool in his ears, going, "Has she finished yet?" Um, and I was saying, <laughs> "Yes, it's okay." <laughs> um, that would be my dad. <laughs> right. So they, that's what I'm saying. Quite a dry sense of you. A bit, bit cheeky, a bit naughty with it at the same time. Um, mm -hmm. Okay. First and foremost, I need a bit of validation. So I was just asking if there's anything he wants to validate first. Bonnie, have you been looking to um, turn out your closet or rearrange your wardrobe and just look at things and say, I don't need that anymore. I don't need that anymore. Um, there's something about you changing your style or mode of dress. Does that make sense to you? Yes, I looked in it today and said, I don't fit into anything. I got to throw out everything I don't fit into and see what I do fit right. into because I started a diet. So, yes, absolutely. And I hate right. that you're in my closet, Dad. But... <laughs> um, he said, Well, it's safe in here. Um, yeah. <laughs> Uh, right. Um, there's there's a couple of things. Okay. Firstly, he's. I, I don't know why he's saying this. You'll have to understand it. You need to be paying attention to the small details first. It's the. Okay. Oh. He said it, it's it's the combination and sum of all the little things that will make the big things happen. Okay. Does he mean in my purse? Is he my kids or does he mean in work? He's pointing to work and he's pointing to um, what's in front of you at the moment. Okay. I got it. Uh, um, um, he feels that at the moment that. Um, a little bit of what he would call me time, in other words, this is meaning for you, uh, would not go amiss. Um, it, there's been too much happening around you 
that you've had to give your energy out in all different thousand different million directions and he wants you to have a little bit of me time he's saying okay well tell him uh, to come back and i can have plenty of me time uh, he's also saying that no matter how much you look at changing your diet, what's the point? Um, for the simple, he's saying just no. What he's what he said was, you, you know, you know what or how to eat healthily. He said, but enjoy what you're eating. Okay, I don't okay. know what that means, but I guess no, I'll figure it out. What he's saying, I, I, I know what he means. He means stop saying that you're finding, you find it difficult because you have two chefs in the house, and particularly mm -hmm. your son. Just enjoy what you're eating. He said that's what it's there for. Okay. Okay. Um, gotcha. Um, what else what else what else anything else anything else anything else um no i don't feel there's anything else i've got at the moment bonnie okay well thank you so much i i i i will be singing and celebrating his birthday because the day after his birthday was father's day when i got married and i gave him a son which was my husband. I don't know that he wanted one, but but I did think that my dad wanted a boy. And so I did decide to get married the day, on his, the day after his birthday to give him a son. So anyway, I, I love you, daddy. And again, I will not go back on my word. When I die, I will find you and I will re-kill you in spirit for sleeping. <laughs> so there you go. <laughs> okay. Oh, and dear, I am going to go to... I am going to, be, be, yeah, be, when I see him up there, I will hug you, I'll kiss you. I know you're going to run, but the thing is, and then I am going to make sure that I make it pretty painful because you left me here without you, and you promised me you wouldn't do that. So now I am going to uh, <laughs> hang on a minute. Uh, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. I, I think you need to look back at what you've been talking about, lovely, which is karma. And what yeah. and why you know people know what their timelines are. Unfortunately, no matter what the human said, the spirit already had its stepping out point and its and its its timeline. You know that. Yes, I do, but that doesn't change that I'm human right now. But it might change when I leave the human race and go to my it's a spirit. But right now, that's how I feel, Jerry. <laughs> okay. Enough you said. got it. <laughs> he knows what I mean. Nine one zero. You are on with the master. Hi. And I want to thank you, Jerry. I, I don't know if I do that enough, but thank you. Hi. Hi. This is Lenise. Hi. And happy birthday. Lenise. Yes. Well, it's Jerry's, but I'll take it anyway because my birthday is a month from yeah. his. So I no, you give it back. That's <laughs> mine. No, you're not having that one. That's mine. Sorry, that's mine. Thank you, Lenny. It's a week early, but thank you. <laughs> how can how can Jerry help you? How can the birthday boy help you? Well, I'm in fear and I want to get out of it. My mom passed away 15 months ago, and I just haven't been able to get past it. And I'm manifesting some physical symptoms, and um, now I'm taking um, 
pharmaceutical meds, which I'm not feeling real good about that. Yeah, yeah. And I just, I don't know where all this fear came from and why I'm still grieving, so. The, okay, there's there's so much that you're, you're a very complicated lady, Lenise, um, and you've been told that before. Um, I feel that way now. <laughs> yeah, the thing is, when I've looked, um, as we know it, uh, and Bonnie knows this um, as uh, as well as anybody, the seven stages of grief. Every human being, when they grieve, will go through the seven stages of grief um, in their own way, at their own pace. Um, some people will handle grief um, uh, very sympathetically, empathically. Um, some people yes it can some people actually never finish the grieving process full stop you know it it can always be with them um but and bonnie and i were saying this before the show started today and she was very uh, right in what she said that death only hurts those that it leaves behind which is true yeah uh, it does um because we have to cope with uh, all the feelings and the memories and the emotions attached to the memories and um, what I would ask you though is if your mum was sitting right in front of you right now what do you believe she would say to you? She would probably say move forward and be okay. And you would say well yeah but I can't because you're not here and she would say oh yes I am and he would say, but you're not. And she would say, but I am. I am still here. And the connection with your mum will never go, ever, ever, ever. Okay, I know this sounds a stupid, trite thing to say. Physically, she's not there. Um, you can't physically reach out and touch her. You can't physically have a conversation with her. But spiritually, you still can. Um, and your mum said, that's why I said right at the top, you're a very complicated person because she says you just think things constantly. Your brain's going tick, tick, tick. It's like a clock and it never switches off. Um, she's saying to you that the, because the, I feel that her passing was quite sudden. It's, it's like it's, she was there one minute, then gone. Whoosh. Was that was that right? She had, she... Illness. she had an illness, and uh, she went through a process, but it still feels sudden to me. But at the end, it's like she was she just stopped. Her body stopped, but it was quick. What I'm saying is, it wasn't. I, I'm not sure. I don't feel that that medical professionals gave her gave her a timeline. But as we've been saying, she would have known her own timeline. However. Um, Your mum was saying that, is, is, and is still saying that, um, and again, this may sound extremely obvious, so I apologise in advance. Um, you can't bring me back, but you can take me forwards with you. I can be with you when you move forwards, but you have to choose to move forwards. And that's, and again, that sounds flamingly obvious. Um, 
she's telling me that you actually are just about on you're coming up to the peak where you've been struggling for goodness sake for the last 15 months you're just about to go over that peak and then the journey down is going to be really peaceful and quiet and i i don't want to put a time limit on this because i'm not going to but i just have a feeling that your horizons are about to change and she wants me to give you the word soon um and it's just like you wake up in the morning and you just know, hey, I can move forwards now. And But keep talking to your mum. I know you do anyway. Um, she she does try to respond to you from spirit, but she says she can, half the time it's very difficult to get through because there's such a layer of grief and anger there. So she's going to try and get to you whilst you're asleep and in your dream time. You need to be aware of what your dreams are going to show you. She's been turning the radio on and off. I know it has to be her because <laughs> it's a radio that I got from her house and I came in the other night, it was off. And I was standing near it, it came on and then the next day <laughs> it was on and it went off. So I was like, okay. <laughs> yeah, because she's trying to get you to listen, my lovely. She wants you to listen. Radios are communication devices. So she wants you to listen. It might have been the TV, a communication device, um, but it, she chose the radio because that's more her era, the, the radio. She used to, I, that should have been something she enjoyed listening to. If it wasn't her, it was somebody like your dad. Or yeah. There's somebody who's very fond of listening to the radio. So, but so yeah, that's she, what she's she saying. She's trying to communicate. Yeah, yeah, she's trying to communicate. She needs you to listen. Uh, in order to do that, though, you've got to be still. And that's the hard bit to achieve, I know. Um, you'll get there. I'm, she's, as I said, she's showing me a new horizon. I'm definitely seeing it. And I wouldn't give it to you what if I didn't see it. about my health? Is my health okay? Um, there's nothing that... Okay. I, as I, I said at the, the top of the show, I'm not a doctor. I don't diagnose. Uh, however... I believe that a lot of what you're experiencing at the moment is but is based or centered around emotional stress. Yeah. And your your mum says you're not looking after yourself properly. But there is a, she says to me that there is a wellness that's an old fashioned word. There is a wellness coming to you. And your disease, the word dis disease, D I S E A S E, split it up. It's D I S, dis, and then ease. Your disease is soon to be released. That's what she's telling me. Well, thank God. Because I have not been at ease, unable to really sleep or relax. Well, the, the I definitely feel, and I would strongly advise or suggest, I, don't, I can't advise, um, suggest to guide you to go and find a complementary therapist, somebody who does something, I don't know, whatever, whether it's any form of healing, it doesn't matter, crystal therapy, it doesn't matter, find a complementary therapist, they're also going to help you. Okay. Anyway, I'm, I'm aware of the time, I must pass this back to Bonnie because we're okay. running short of time. Or actually, I added 30 minutes just in case, Jerry, but I think you have to, it's up to you what you want to do. Um, but I have to tell you that 
<laughs> I have to tell you, or you could do what I did. I grieved for six years, and then I decided that when I die, I'll run after him and kill him again. So you could do that. I mean, you could actually do that. It might not get you anywhere, but and being I am a I am a counselor and I knew better. But that's what helps me get through the day. But uh, I do feel that um, you have again. We talked about free will. You you really haven't given yourself a whole lot of grieving time. It's about you know you're about at the at, like Jerry said at the you know at, at the precipice or actually at the tail end. But you have to make that decision because like for me, I did not make that decision and it was very painful for a very long time that I chose to do that actually. And it wasn't until I stopped that I actually heard from my dad much clearer. Okay, so for me, for you, I don't feel that's going to happen with you, but we, we do, you know, we control, you know, uh, we control the grieving process. We have to go through those seven steps. Absolutely. And it isn't easy, and you, and, and you, you know, it just doesn't happen with the snap of the finger. So I think you, you know, you're at the time, you're at the timeline it takes most people. So um, just be happy that you are going to see the light soon. Know that your mom, like Jerry said, is with you, always with you. That doesn't mean that we we forget their bodily form or or what they were to us, you know, in the earthly manner. Because I feel like people think that they think that you is okay for uh, you to, you know, people don't remember because we believe everyone's spirit. But the truth is that we do grieve just as much mediums and psychics for their loved ones, for their friends, is that we know they're around and we know that they're there, but we, we grieve for the earthly person they were and that we won't be able to hug them. We won't be able to pick the phone up and call them, but we can call them. And that's through, you know, through spirit. So your mom's trying to get a hold of you very, very much, and especially through the, that radio. That was just, that's so just typical. And you need to decide whether it's time for you to connect with her on a healing, you know, way, or you still want and still have to grieve heavier. So it is going to be your choice. But you're moving through it. You are moving through it. And and just know she's with you. She loves you. You loved her. Um, all I see is white. I don't know if she wore white dresses a lot or white, 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 white. I just see white all around her. So either her clothes, she's showing me. Did your mom work? Yes, yeah, she did for a time. And she had a stroke at 47. Because I, I just see. She didn't work again after that. Yeah, I just, I don't know why I see white, I and mean, unless it's people that work with her, but I see almost a white uniform, white stockings, white shoes, crazy because I'm a nurse, so I assume it's a nurse, but um, I do see. Well, I'm uh, a nurse. Oh, <laughs> okay. Well, see, we grieve pretty hard. So anyway, um, I just want to let you know that our thoughts, our prayers, and our love is with you as your mom, and just remember that if you don't put it in perspective, it's going to take that just long for her to get through to you. So if you want to get through to that angelic telegraph where you can actually um, speak with her and she speaks back and you actually feel that love around you, which she is, um, you, the grieving process has to, you know, has to change form in one way. Not that we don't yeah, grieve, really it's we have to change form. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And she wouldn't want you to suffer like that. All right, I have to move on.
but I do want to tell you okay. that your call is important to us and please let us know how you're doing and know that you're really on the right path. I mean, I, I would, anybody that grieves less for people, you know, everybody's in their own way. I have a brother-in-law that lost a wife and he um, seemed like he was okay with it. I mean, and he loved her to death and life and death, but, um, but I don't feel he's, but he grieves in his own way, but it's a really cool way to grieve and, and I wish I could have done it. So just remember, you know, life is life and we start coming from spirit and we end up back at spirit and anything in between is what we do with it. Just remember that. Okay. Okay. Thank you both very much. You're welcome. Have a great day. Welcome. Bye-bye. Boy, I love what I just said. Life is life. <laughs> we start a spirit and we go back to spirit and anything in between is okay. Well, it's, it's our life path here. So it's just too cool. I know. Do you have to go, Jerry? I didn't didn't tell you that. It was I, I do speak. love you. Yes, I I will have okay. to uh, to love you and leave you. Okay. <laughs> well, I know you love me, and we have a lot of callers on. So, Jerry, I want you to make a promise to me that after next week, it depends on when you um what goes on with your family, um that you'll get a hold of me so that we can we can reestablish the shows, you know, going forward for the summer. Absolutely. Yes, of course I will. All right. My love and luck and happiness and, and sympathy and grief all jumbled up in one for you, Jerry. Besides having a birthday, we know somebody in your family is also having a birthday in a different way, um, which they're going home. And, uh, and you know, in the Irish uh, wake, they always celebrate going home. And I think that's a great way to celebrate life and life, if you know what I mean. But anyway, you are celebrating your life here and we wanna celebrate with you. Happy birthday, Jerry. And may you have many, many more birthdays, but I am gonna post your birthday on Facebook. No, you are not. I'm sorry, <laughs> that, is expressly for, that is expressly forbidden. Thank you. Bless your body. Oh, okay. Lots of love to you. Lots of love to you to everybody. You. And uh, I will uh, be, I'll get in touch with you very, very soon. Thank you for everybody that's asked questions. Um, oh, and Jerry, we'll speak again very soon. Them how to get, please tell them how to get a hold of you. You do do this for a living. And I know there's a lot of people who would love to get a hold of you. If you could take two minutes and tell everybody, and then I will end the show. Um, my website is www senseofknowing.co.uk social media is jerry.psychic that's facebook whatever whatever um please look at the magazine group it's if you want to be able to be a part of the magazine group just hit the button uh, that says like or join i think it's join on the on the group page uh, and i will um, add you uh, immediately um, you can post comments anything you like on there the only thing i want, can't accept on the on the group page is um, advertising of services because that, all that could be put in the magazine all free of charge of course um, email um, jerry or um, actually you know, the psychic email address is best psychic at sense of knowing.co.uk and uh, Thank you for having me on the show, Bonnie. Lots of love and light to you. I must disappear. Thank you. All right. Bye-bye, Jerry. Thank you so much. You are my Dumbledore. My friend, goodbye, and I will talk to you soon.
Hi, everyone. I just want you to know that you are listening to Body Alberts on air. I, you can reach me at bealbert714 at aol.com. In the subject line, put uh, Body Alberts on air, a radio show. That's how to get a hold of me. Also, next week, I will not have a show on Monday but I, because I'm going to the doctor. Oh, my gosh, in Tampa. But Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday will be the lineup for next week. And we've got on Tuesday... Mark Richardson, and his spirit guy, who I just adore, Tommy, who will be here to give you messages from the other side. Mark is a great guy. He has his own radio show on Wednesdays, and we just gel super, super cool together. And so please call in at 1 o'clock for Mark Richardson and Tommy. And, of course, me. You know I'll always give you my opinion, and I will always pick a great subject to uh, discuss. So have a great day, have a great weekend, and again, I will see you on Tuesday. Bye, everyone.